literally. I think I slice better than he does. Yeah, yeah, it doesn't have much variety there. No, and like his backhand is not. It, it it seems to be kind of streaky too, but it but he does it. So it's that with the combination of his um, lack of versatility on the backhand, but right. his forehand's cool. like that throwback Eastern grip, and he could smack it. But and he can hit put a lot of spin on it. Yeah, for that it surprises me how much top spin he can put on his forehand. Yeah, yeah with the Eastern grip. Yeah. Yeah. But it's just yeah. inconsistent, though. That's the problem. It's yeah. not. It's not consistent every single time. Mm-hmm. And I will say too, what I liked about Sitsipas, at least initially, is he's like, he, to me, he was one of the first young guys I've I saw the last like four or five years. His transition game is really solid. Like oh, yeah. his boat yeah. shot, the way he can, because everybody can baseline. But it was nice to. It was just refreshing to see a guy, like obviously besides like Roger, you know, just like come up and have a solid transition game so but he's a douche 100 <laughs> percent. yeah uh, with that being said he's a yeah. douche. <laughs> <laughs> joe van meter was like telling me he played him in doubles or said i don't know and said the guy was a douche and said, <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> dad's involved in everything it's just and he what he loses a match and says he's better than somebody what uh, yeah remember he i can see that he's he's he lost um who was it? Rublev. He said, "Yeah, I think I'm, I'm. I think I'm still a better player." And then Rublev was like, "I've got a better forehand. My serve's better. My backhand's better." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was pretty good. Like, that was good. Well, but, I think I, I I know exactly what you're talking about because I watched that, and he was right. saying, telling him, he was like, "Yeah." He goes, "You just have." He had a couple of of like weapons or something like that, or just like yeah. a couple of lucky shots, and he's. And you could tell on his face, he's like, what? He was, like, so confused. Like, what did he just say? Yeah. Like, they're trying to explain it to him. And then I think that's when he pro- I think that's when he went to the rest. And he's like, what? Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, Tiafo, man, has been a surprise. He's – that's been really good. The American tennis is doing great. And, I, I mean, yeah, like I said – you said, Pat, Sitsipas is definitely a, a, a top 10 player to stay. You know, he's in there. But uh, Fritz, I think, too, can stay mm-hmm. in there. You know who I really like, especially from the American side? Paul. I want to say he was the 17th seed at Indian Wells was Tommy Paul. Yeah, that's I, really what I, do, Paul. I really do like Tommy Paul. Oh, yeah. I mean, that's another guy. It's amazing. His backing is so much better. Yeah. He's got a sweet Tuesday. What? Yeah. He's got a sweet Tuesday. I like his backhand. I mean, I mean, it is unreal. But he's, uh, yeah, he's one of the guys, Djokovic, Alcaraz, and him, movement-wise and athleticism. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Especially down under, because that's really where I saw Tommy Paul play for the, you know, consistently for the first time because he made it to in the tournament where it was just like match after match. It wasn't just kind of a flash in the pan kind of thing, but it was, you know, one after another. He was consistently playing that way. And then ever since, his ranking slowly risen to where he's at now. Yeah. I really, he, yeah. I really like his game, that's for sure. He could, he could get into the top 10 maybe. Yeah. So. What, is he, how old is he? He's what, mid-20s? Yeah. yeah. And he – and actually, he's decent on clay. He won – 
the French juniors. Oh, wow. That. I didn't realize yeah. that. Yeah. Huh. That's, That's impressive. Awesome. That Does is. He, doesn't he have a wicked kick serve, too? Wicked kick serve. Yeah. 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 Out wide. It's, it was what? insane. Yeah, I can see on Clay that being nasty. He was yeah. using that a lot, yeah. Well, he used that on Fritz, and I was like, holy shit. That mm. was an epic match. I saw I didn't see that, and then I went back on and saw like some of the, the highlights or the match, and I was like, "Holy cow, what a match!" Yeah. So, yeah. It's insane. All right, like I said, you guys can kind of see what I've got recorded here. I don't know if you guys can kind of see. That's like some of the topics we'll hit. Like you've already hit some of them, but Kevin, you're over here knocking it out of the park. <laughs> He's I on it. Tennis. I'll talk tennis all night. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. <laughs> well, that's all we do, pretty much. No, last yeah. time, I think we talked for an hour and a half about the Shockers. The Speedway Shockers. Spark plugs. The spark, spark plugs. plugs. I'm sorry. <laughs> the Speedway oh, spark, spark plugs? Yeah, yeah. Kevin, you missed it. We went down like an indie high school <laughs> tennis rabbit hole. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> like nice. <laughs> nice. Yeah. Oh, was it was funny. hilarious. <laughs> Good times. All right. We'll kick it off here today. Um, we are on episode six for all our viewers, uh, brews and backhands. Um, you know, we've got the same people here as, as normal. Uh, you know, Connor, unfortunately, is not joining us today. Uh, I, you know, gaming and, and I'm sure the Miami Hurricanes are taking priority. Um, we've got, you know, Pat and Marty here again. Uh, today, we've got a special guest that we're bringing in. Uh, he is the... Uh, Top, you know, top two coaches in the state of Indiana, a leader for taking part tutor to two back-to-back semi-state finals as a coach, uh, the number one tennis player at Butler as well, along with played at part tutor back, you know, back in, in his days. Uh, we have Kevin Gill in the house here for us. Kevin, welcome to our uh, to our Bruising Backhands podcast today. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for yeah. the intro there. Yeah. <laughs> always gotta gotta invite our guests as a uh you know big intro always <laughs> well like i said i mean we've we've recorded a little bit already um uh, we've already talked about you know indian wells seeing what's going on there uh alcrest taking over number one spot you know clearly novak couldn't couldn't keep it in uh you know we'll hit that on, on later in the topics um you know everybody's we talked about tommy paul um i like ben shelton I don't know about you guys. I like his game. I like his style. You know that big lefty uh, forehand. Uh, he just picked up a new sponsor. I don't know if you guys saw it. Uh, on is now sponsoring him. I think what the land down under. He didn't have anything. I think he was just ran a bunch of random junk. I think he was with New Balance. When he oh, was it? Yeah, that's what he's wearing, right? Yeah, but that doesn't mean he was sponsored though. He could have just been wearing New Balance just for New Balance. That's true. That's very true. But, but I like to see him on the Federer, you know, I don't know if it's the Federer team, but on the on kind of apparel. And I'm assuming he's wearing the shoes, too. Yeah, he's, it's, it's, it's all on. His whole brand is on. He's not wearing anything but that. I think it'll be cool to see that become like a more dominant apparel in tennis, you know, especially since Federer kind of introduced it when he was playing and now these up and coming players both on the men and, and women's side uh going kind of getting sponsored by them i think it's gonna be really cool is it radicano too i think it's her Archie? and uh ega they got ega oh ega no okay. yeah it's ega. 
Yeah. Which, uh, that's a solid pickup. That's not for bad. sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, that's a, not a bad lineup for sure. But no, I mean, I think it's great for the sport to get, you know, get something new and something, you know, I mean, you see all these different brands. I'm hoping they're not like a uh, Under Armour. You know, they're in it for a couple of years and all of a sudden they, you know, tank out and roll out. I feel like Under Armour was in there for a while with Murray and then they had another number one. They had Ginevri. Um, Robbie Ginevri. Way back in the day. Yeah, that's right. They had Ginevri. That's right. That's a name. I think they had, but I think they had someone. I think they had someone <laughs> sooner than that, though, as well. Besides yeah. Murray, I can't remember who it was, but not, I think I think that's it. And then it kind of went out the went out went down the drain down the drain. But I, oh, I can't yeah, remember. Oh, it was up. Uh, it was uh, the U the U.S. American woman. Um, oh yes, yeah, Sloan Stevens. Oh, that's Stevens. it. That's it. I, think she's. Have I said no one's heard that name in a hot minute? Speaking of Sloan <laughs> Stevens, did you see that loss she had against uh, uh, Camilla Georgie no. a couple weeks ago? She lost no. 0 0 to Camilla Georgie. Oh, I mean, Camilla's kind of a head scratcher, a hell of a ball, ball striker, but 0 0? Like, yeah, geez. she's not but, 100% in it, but she's one of the best athletes on the women's tour for sure. Yeah, yeah, she's a beat, but I was just like, man, it's just. Yes. Yeah. We don't have yeah, to another one. Well, sorry, sorry, Kyle. But <laughs> her, uh, another one, like Sergio off. Tacchini, like tried to come back, then all of a sudden with Novak and everything. Yeah. Right. Oh my God, that's right. Yep. What happened? And I don't think I've that? seen anyone since Novak wear Sergio Tacchini, at least unless Tacchini, I'm wrong. Yeah. Tacchini. yeah. Um, it's been. That's another one that's kind of. It was kind of big back in the day, and then they were trying to reintroduce with all their crazy. He had quite the style there for a while. There was some like dragons on his polos and like all that. Right. But hopefully on six, I like how kind of simple they're starting out with it, which is kind of plain tees and then a little bit of you know their logo here and there. Um, I thought it was really slick, and I always like what Federer was wearing. So. We'll, we'll see. see um, yeah, we'll see if that's the next Lululemon kind of. <laughs> yeah. When are they going to get into tennis? Lulu. That's, that's true. Right. I mean, yeah. Surprised they haven't. Yeah. yeah. Well, is it, what is it? Is Brandon the trailblazer for that still? I mean, maybe he should. Uh... He is. He has been. I need to, because um, if you're a tennis pro or, or a coach, you can apply to get a discount. I still haven't done that. Oh, nice. Oh, for yeah. Lulu? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's like I think twenty-five percent off or thirty percent off. Yeah, nice. it's a pretty good deal. Yeah, it's not bad. I can Pat, see I it for Adidas. Yeah, Pat, I think they even make bro tanks, so I think you're in the clear. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> Consider me a customer. <laughs> you had them at the tanks. Yeah, I will say when you guys are speaking about. Uh, like clothes and stuff too. I think like Roger, I think he, he likes to disrupt things a little bit. I could not believe that they, I don't know how that the negotiation worked when the um, Uniglo's finally got the rights to the RF logo. I never thought that they would settle that. And then he now has that back and then he's got this, this line. He seems to be a guy that just wants to kind of disrupt the market a little bit. So I kind of yeah. admire that. I mean, he, I think from what I saw, I think he's the first tennis billionaire ever. So, 
That's a good yeah, one. yeah. He's gonna be successful. <laughs> off court. Yeah. yeah, he's right. I mean, made three hundred million from Uniqlo and three hundred million from on running, so that's not a bad payday. Three hundred from on. Yeah. So he's he a three. He became he became a three percent ambassador for the for the brand, and then they they are now valued at a, at a ten billion dollar company, and his three percent is now worth three hundred three hundred million dollars. Oh my! God. And then Uniqlo had he in his contract that it didn't say he could. It didn't matter when he retired; he could still collect money from Uniqlo for yeah. the next, you know, ten years for thirty million a year. So that's six hundred million. From the time he signed. Years, yeah. That's a yeah. That's up. that's how you become a billionaire because all <laughs> the, uh, stock ownership and the company blowing up. Yeah, that's like the exponential. You know, not even having to hit a tennis ball and you're getting paid a. Fat paycheck, right. you know. That's when you take I mean, a uh, company public, that's how you do it. That's exactly yeah. what it was. It's once that yeah. hit public. My yeah. boss just bought his shoes and they look sick. It's called the Rogers. Okay. On, on Rogers. And he, yeah, it's, it's called the Rogers. It's they. He's like, dude, these are so comfortable. Kyle, that's you're gonna have to get uh, Ethan on here. I know. Ethan, hey, uh, you let me know. I'll get him on. He's always no on, on top of the ATP. <laughs> That's tennis. usually what we talk about. I don't. I I haven't really followed a whole lot of women's tennis hardly at all. I followed a little bit here and there. Yeah, I know. It's just I, so I sporadic. That's the problem. Yeah, I don't. When uh, Barty retired, it was hard for me to, because I I thought it was they were getting a pretty good crew again, kind of like with like the early two thousands. Like it, like I thought women's tennis was like really exciting then, and then they when they had like Ash Barty and then and then Iga and um, I guess Serena sporadically. And then um, I'm blanking on who else I like to watch, which speaks to why I hardly watch it. But they had a pretty good nucleus going of W2A, WTA. But when Barty retired, it was hard for me to pay attention to it still. Yeah. I mean, I Coco Golf. Coco Golf's fun. And then uh, the one she just made, she made the final of uh, Aussie. And she was at the, she won Wimbledon last year. Oh. Uh, Babalinka? Or no, is it the Rebecca or something? Yeah, that's it. Yeah, yeah. she's she's been eager the last few times they played. Didn't she win she's, or didn't she lost any wells? Did she win it? No, she lost the finals. She lost that too. She lost, I think she lost, uh, or maybe she won it. I don't know. Sabalenka, I think Sabalenka beat her again. Yeah, I guess what it was the, the Andy Roddick, you know, woman version. Yeah, <laughs> she is. That women's final was pretty sick, though, at Aussie. That was like some of the hardest hitting. Oh, that was a good match. That was a good match. Oh, that was our what second episode? I think I so. Think it was like our second, third. Yeah. Yeah. That next Did morning, you guys do one with uh, Indian Wells? No, this is our first one with Indian Wells. Okay. Okay. We tried. It was um, a lot of a lot of scheduling conflicts. Yeah. 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 But. Only time I can do it is Friday. Is usually Friday evenings, but right. Connor's scheduled is during the weeks, during the days, and I, I can't do during days. I, I I go to work the next morning and I feel like shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's not worth it. Yeah, I mean the Devoe household, man, they're having a a, a busy night or a busy weekend because you got the Princeton and then uh, Miami. Oh yeah, no, is Princeton Connor, playing tonight just, too? They do. They're playing right now. I texted Connor. I said, I told him if the Hurricanes are, are doing well, 
He's like, dude, I'm so nervous. They just they, won. Oh, did they? Okay. So that's wow. all, all number ones are out then. I'm loving yeah, it. Because they just beat Houston. And wow. Alabama yeah. Just lost. yeah. Wow. They beat them 89 to 75. What about Princeton? Princeton is down by three okay. in the first half. So that game just started at 9 a.m. at nine. I'll probably stay up and watch that one. I don't care about Xavier in Texas. I think Texas will run away. Manish has got his, his Xavier shirt on today. I'm sure he does. <laughs> when, is, when is he not supporting those those fools? <laughs> oh, I just texted Connor. <laughs> He's missing out. I know. He's missing out the, on, on K. Gill here. The, what's your guys' top ten to finish the year for the guys? Oh, good question. That's a good one. Uh, uh, Rudy. Rude's going to have to have an epic clay court season. I don't think – I think he's out. He's got a lot of points to defend. Yeah, we'll see. I I mean, I like him a lot. He's got a great attitude. I think he's got a great attitude, but he's not – he doesn't have the tools or weapons, I think, to to stay in the top ten. I was surprised with his backhand. It's pretty Mm one-dimensional. Yeah. I thought it was better. Yeah. It's a solid backhand, but I feel like over the course of a match, guys know how to pick it apart pretty easily, and he can't really adapt that well. So it's yeah. I was for him to lose to Brooksby, I was that was a little yeah. And then I don't then I don't know then Brooksby just got annihilated by Paul. Yeah, I don't know if he was injured or tired or but or Paul is just playing that well. Brooksby's a he's a. His playing style is so funky and so weird. It's either 100% or it's shit. I feel like it's never in between. Yeah, I mean, he's got to get a serve. Oh, his serve is is horrendous. His second serve is like, you know, watching a a high school, you know, second, first serve. It's It's so slow. It's like six, like 60 or 70 miles an hour. It's not that big. It's so, it's so bad. Yeah, yeah. I heard I, I thought he was trying to like give him he offered to help him with his serve and he hasn't taken him up on it yet. Yeah. I think yeah. that was Who? at the Aussie Open. I don't know if that's changed since then, but Who? I remember they were talking about that. Yeah. That... Grodick or somebody. Oh. Yeah. Mm. That's the one person you you would want to take advice from. Yeah, no kidding. <laughs> so where does Sitsipas land after the season? He'll be in the, he'll stay in the top. He'll stay in the top ten, unfortunately. Okay. Rude's out. Rude's out. <laughs> unfortunately. FAA is at, at six. FAA he, will stay up done. there. Yeah. FAA will stay there. He's good. Rude lives at seven. So. I think Rude lives probably out. Yeah, his his he's not yeah. a good clay court player, though. His clay court and grass season are he's trash. Because you got Zverev's at 15. You've got center, he's gonna be in the top ten. Zavera needs to be in. I think he needs to be in the top five. He's Zverev, yeah, has so been. consistent. Yeah. yeah. He's just got to make it. I mean, basically, especially after the French, it's just going to be gravy for him. The second half of the year, Zverev's oh, French yeah. probably just going to skyrocket. So, Zverev? Right. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he literally, I mean, because he, what, he had that horrible injury at the French. In the but he's he's going to have to defend those points. But, yeah, you're right. Yeah. He will have to defend that. Yeah. yeah. No, he, he's got a such a consistent game you know you got you got to go out and beat him there's no 
Andy's a, especially going into the summer, like the hardcore season, is wasn't he the one who lost the team at the U.S. Open in twenty twenty? Yes. Yeah. So yes. you know, you know he can play well at the U.S. Open. Um, he gave it the team. Oh like, yeah, hundred percent. The, the the bromance took over there for sure. I think <laughs> the the double faults. Oh, oh yeah. Oh man. That's his Achilles heel. Is... Yeah, he did the same thing in Indian Wells, I guess, with um, who did he lose to? I forget. Uh, I, I just saw it. I just saw it. Um, he just he makes it rain with his toss too much. Like, I just. It just like, comes out of nowhere. His ser- It's more on the second server. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. He, I'm trying to think who he, who he lost to. Just literally just saw it. He had a decent run, uh, though. He beats. Pedro, he, that was the second round. He lost to Medvedev. Did he? Okay. Yeah. I mean that. I mean that's a good one. So, I mean, technically, if you're going to lose anybody, Medvedev is the one that you're not. I mean, you're going to probably end up losing. He played him well. Yeah. Yeah. So another we guy. all think Sinner's Sinner's definitely going to be top ten. Yes. Yeah, I'm surprised he's not already. I yeah. was surprised he lost to Sitsipas, uh, and I think he he hasn't had that fire like Alcaraz, but he's starting to get it. But he he's one that can, if he and his serve's gotten a lot better. Um, yeah, he's definitely top ten. There was a game. Him. I think he was playing when he was playing Fritz. He had a game where he hit like three or four forehands over 105 miles an hour. Right. It, like they were just lasers, oh, and it was right. all within like six points of each other, and they were for clean winners. Um, that was something I was like, "Holy shit, that's impressive!" That's crazy. So, so you got Alcaraz, Djokovic is still sit to pause. Mm-hmm. Rude out of Medvedev. Medvedev will stay definitely top ten. Yeah. FAA. Top what about 10? Nori? In, in, well, Nori right now, yeah, he's 12. Sinner and Fritz are 10 and 11. Fritz is, to me, top 10. He's so consistent. Yeah, oh, he is. And then you have Rune. So if you put Sinner, Fritz in there to replace Rublev and Rude, that gives you your top 10. And then you got Hubie. Oh, you got Hurkats at, at 9 right now. I like his game. He's got a massive what? I, I was just kind of surprised. Hercatch is still in the top ten. He's like, like so I, quiet because he's just you yeah. know quiet guy. But I mean, yeah, he's got a he's got kind of that uh, throwback uh, Hewitt backhand. He yeah. does. That's a good I feel like he hasn't been talked about in like six months. No, yeah, he's got a big game. He and flies he under moves, the radar. He moves unbelievable for his size, actually. Yeah. Because he's what yeah. at least. Six five, six six. Okay. He's a big dude. He's a beanstalk. Yeah. Yeah. You, you know, you, you got everybody in that top ten. You have to move, and Hercats is Hercats and Fritz are probably the two guys that don't move at that elite level, but they still move decent. But I mean, everybody. Well, Rublev's not a good mover either. That's what hurts him. Yeah, he just has the the twenty thousand you know grunts of of a forehand and backhand, pure power. Yeah, uh, yeah, just one gear, rip, rip it, rip it, and rip it. And he goes crazy out there. Oh my god, he really does. He goes nuts. 
But uh, yeah, the, you know, it was um, actually interesting. I, was, I didn't watch a lot of it, but when I when Alcarez was playing, he kind of had that delayed grunt, which I was like, ah. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like Where he hit Taylor's the ball, grunt like, a little bit after. Right as the guy's about to hit is like right when he stops. Right. It's, like that gray area of is he doing it intentionally is it yeah i picked up on it i did not like the delayed grunt but yeah, i mean you gotta love him though he's so you know so you got so then you have you got center at 11 zverev at 15 and then nadal does he come you know he's at 13 nadal nori's at 12 nori's a top 15 player he's so solid Oh, he's yeah. How do you like that, Pat? Nori, I mean, honestly, I, I, I mean, I'll, you know, I'll, I'll cheer for the guy. I just, uh, I mean, he, he did beat uh, Alcaraz. I guess Alcaraz was injured, but still wins win at uh, yeah, whatever Clay event happened. He's got to, I mean, he's got to me for him to be to to get in the top ten. He's obviously got to defend his his semifinal Wimbledon run from last year. If he doesn't do that, no, they didn't get points for that. Oh, that's yeah. right. They didn't get points for that. So. That's why Fritz. Well, I mean, technically, Fritz would be like easily. I mean, he'd be top five. That's right. I forgot about that. Yeah. yeah, he was top five before. Yeah, we talked about that in the last podcast. That's he without the, the Wimbledon points. And then if it, who what Nadal defaulted the next match or yeah, yeah, uh, that gave yeah, Kyrgios the run over. Yeah, that was. Nadal, to me, he's got to win the French if he's going to get any chance of getting in the top or staying getting in the top ten. So, Bye. when do, do you guys know when he's coming back? He's, I don't think he. I don't think he knows. There's footage of him already hitting. Oh, okay, that's good. So he's already back hitting. So, I would like but, to see Rafa, he'll play all the, I'd like look. to see Rafa try to win. I think he realistically has one more French Open in him. I think he can maybe do it. I know he's won, what, 14 at this point? Yeah. I think Alcaraz will take him this year. The biggest threats are Alcaraz and Djokovic? Uh, I mean, yeah. Djokovic is still one of the top threats, that's for sure. Sitsipas? I'd say FAA as well. FAA's clay clay court is not that bad either. That's true. He and he's, um, what, what, with the, the, was that the break point where they had him playing? Yeah. Yeah. With yeah, he's right Tony there with him. Rafa. Yeah, he is good. Yeah, he's solid. Because that was a five-step match, right? Last year. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So, I would say he's up there for sure. I think they said it's the first time. What I think Rafa's went almost what five for a final in some years. Yeah, I think randomly. Right. John Isner took Rafa to a fifth set at the French. Yeah. yeah. We, we won't talk about Isner. He's a he's a. <laughs> Fucking Joe, Joe Bloke over here. The best part, the biggest highlight of his clay court resume. <laughs> and he's, no, he's, yeah, he's done all right on clay. So, what does the big, uh, who, who else? Opelka on clay. Opelka on clay. And he, he, yeah. and he can come back. I mean, he's, he's dangerous, obviously. He's not, he doesn't move yeah. well, but man, he's mm-hmm. dangerous. He can, he'll be interesting to watch. But yeah, uh, I wish- what, what about, uh, Tiafo getting in there, top ten. No. Uh, I mean, clay court love- season for Pitt sucks. Yeah, I feel like he could be really good on clay though, with how 
whippy his forehand is, obviously. Yeah, he it, likes having time. Yeah. And he's got yeah. And he's hitting his backhand well and big serve, so I don't think he can move that well on it. I think that's the X factor. I think his yeah. ground strokes will they're up there with anybody's on clay, but it's the movement and the sliding into, you know, a slice or sliding into any sort of shot. Other guys like a Felix or um, any of the Europeans out there definitely have kind of mastered that over Tiafo. I think as soon as he masters it, it's going to be interesting. That's for sure. You got uh, Musetti's going to probably have a big clay court season. Musetti. He's sitting at 21. He's playing well. Yeah. He's like, he slowly has climbed himself out. I mean, I haven't really heard much of him until now. What's up with your uh, boy, uh, Hugo Boss Boy? Oh, my boy Shapo? No. No, no, Berrettini. (laughs) My wife's favorite tennis player. Is he sponsored by Boss? He is. He is. Okay. I mean, that guy, he, even when he loses a match, he never really loses. I mean, let's be honest. <laughs> he is, you know, far and beyond, even more than me, my wife's favorite tennis player. <laughs> He's voted number one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, you, you know who it actually is? Uh, I mean, he had a battle with Paul at the Australian was uh, Bokina. He's a beast. He's, He's a weird. His game is so uh, weird, though. Is it? I feel like it's his, it's his, it's his game. Yeah, Alejandro, was it Davidich, Bokina? Yeah. You know who he reminds me of is like now Bandian. Right. Yeah, that's exactly what he. That's okay. Oh, that's who. As soon as I see up. him, I was like, that looks like a yeah. split image of now Bandian. He looks like if his backhand is like literally like takes back. Weird. Yeah. It is yeah. weird. It doesn't quite have the serve. Um, yeah. Yeah, Shapo, man. I, I don't think Shapo is back in the top ten ever. No, yeah. I, and I, it sucks. It's, I don't know what his problem is. It's called. I think it's his mom. He needs to get her out out of his camp. Yeah, he's got to he's got to change it up, do something. But it, man, once you once you kind of get there, and then you fall, and you, the confidence is gone. It's so tough to get it back. Yeah, it just he's you know. Yeah. He's so flashy and everything, but it's he's just so you never know what Chapo you're gonna get. I mean, yeah, I mean that that doesn't that doesn't get you up in the top ten. You got to be consistent. Yeah, he's the Lindner version of Dimitrov, in my opinion. The what? He's the yeah. lefty version of Dimitrov. Yeah, you know? yeah, it's so weird, Dimitrov. You don't. It's crazy that he can never put it together and be up there because his game just seems so complete, but. It's just inconsistent. Yeah. He just has so many weapons. He doesn't know what to do with it. That's, I think that's his problem. Yeah. He's like, how do I hit this? How do I hit that? And it's like, he can't stay consistent 24-7. What's that uh, saying that Nadal, what, what did Nadal say? Uh, how does he measure talent? I haven't heard that. I don't think I heard this. He said, uh, I measure talent off whether you win or lose. Wow. Off winning. <laughs> You can win. That's how he measures talent. Well, I mean, he just throws it out there. He's like, no, doesn't mince anything. He's like, yeah, he's like, uh, talent to me is if you can win or not. So, he's taking, I agree. Uh, Hard to argue with that. Yeah. He's taking like the Steve Prefontaine approach, too. Yeah. yeah. Yes. Yes, that is. 
Yeah. I mean, I don't know if I agree with that, but I, I do like, yeah, I mean, look, if, if you are talented, but you lose to somebody else, are you better than them? No. You lost, I guess, you know. Yeah. Right. You lost. So Have Tommy you guys seen Paul, that? Yep. Kyle, Tommy Paul at 19. Okay. He, he could, I mean, I think right he could, now, he could, if he keeps playing, like I said, American tennis has to play well coming into the clay court season. That's our problem. That's our downfall every time. But this will be our best uh, clay court season with, um, with our guys, I think. We, we need it. I mean, honestly, I was talking to these, we were talking about it, made a podcast. Or two I think, ago. Yeah. The last guy, American male, to make a French quarter was fucking <laughs> I mean, it's just been way too long. Like, what was, uh, Corda made the 16? Yeah, Corda made the 16. Yeah, he he's almost, another guy. He could, I mean, he he, he can Corda. definitely top 20 talent. Hopefully okay. His, his wrist is okay. That's yeah, that's, okay. that's the issue, wrist problems. Let's hope he doesn't get, he's another Delpo. On that's the his issue. backhand or what? No, I think it's his forehand. I think it's okay. the, Right, he had to retire. Yeah. Okay. Is that why he to retire to land down under? Yeah, against uh, hatching off. Yeah. Yeah, that so, was that was kind of sad to see. Yeah. I think he's got the biggest ceiling of any of the American guys, in my opinion. He's so, up there. He's somebody who can crack the top five, I think, with his potential. The, the only thing with him though is his the movement. He hasn't had the movement. No, but I mean, he's what, like six five, though. I mean, what, what is is he as good a mover? Probably as Fritz. They're about the same. I'd say Fritz uh-huh. is over, but I think that yeah, he's worked on it. Porter's Porter. for this game. Yeah, Porter's got a little bit more skill. I think Fritz is a little bit better mover. I think Porter makes he makes the game look easier than any of the other Americans. I think it comes. He looks more natural. Yeah. Yeah, he looks, he's smooth. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I do think once he ties it together, he could be a, definitely. A, he reminds me of like a sapin. Um, tall guy, big ground strokes. Once he kind of ties it together, he could eke out a couple slams, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah, definitely. I think he's definitely top tenner. Yeah. Yeah. Too. And um, yeah, I, I don't. Who was it? Um, yeah, what's up with Curious? <laughs> what is not up with Curious? <laughs> I mean, that guy. This uh, is the, uh, the so hot. he won't play the clay court season, will he? I think he's out. I think he's out the rest of the season. Honestly, he's still injured, right? Yeah, I don't think he'll play till probably next year because it was a, it was a knee surgery. So he's out probably the rest. I'm I'm counting him out for okay. the rest of the season. Okay, Kashinov's not going back top ten. Right, I would say he's a consistent top twenty. Yeah, me too. Uh, like, between like fifteen and twenty, I would say that's a good spot for him. Um, what about um, you? Got George at twenty right now. George just slowly made his way. Like he can had play, a come. He can play on clay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, but can he play consistent though? That's that's his problem. He's that he's that roller coaster player. It's been yeah. His results yeah. That's. I mean, well, I mean, he played it last year. What the, we saw him at Cincinnati. Cincinnati, and he was just mopping the floor with people left and right, just made it look easy. But then, you know, what won a, what, a couple matches at U.S. and then lost to some somebody. I can't remember who actually lost to at the U.S. But then 
I don't think he's done anything since. So, Literally, that run that he made to the Cincinnati title reminded me of when Gaudio won the French Open. I'm just like, where the hell whoa. did that come from? <laughs> yeah, I felt yeah, back a little bit. But, I, but you know what I mean? Like, out of nowhere. I'm like, what? Like, I, I don't know. Davidenko winning Indian Wells. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Seriously. So, I mean, I'm like, I don't know. That that to me just was – to Kyle's point, he has it. He's had such random results. When he beat uh, Federer <laughs> at that grass court event, too, George did uh, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, well, George uh, won Indian Wells, too. It beat Federer in the finals. Remember that? Did he really? He yeah, he did. Oh, my God. Was this yeah. mid-2010s? So, I mean, he's got the confidence. Oh. Dang. So, he's, he's had a couple He's big. a beast. He, his yeah. movement's unreal, too. Yeah. Wow. Throwing it back yeah. to the Todd Martin run. I know. Yeah. Yeah. I'm trying not to date the podcast here, but I literally was like, <laughs> that that blew my mind. But yeah, yeah, it works to me. He's just too, he's not consistent enough. Well, that's the thing. These guys, some of these guys are so talented. I mean, when you're feeling that good and you're hot, some of these guys, they just go on a run, but they just can't do it. You know, like Bonini when he beat Nadal in the finals, right? Of the, what was that, uh, Madrid or whatever? He played Unreal. Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That's right. Or was that Monte Carlo? Monte Carlo. Monte Carlo. Yeah. Carlo. But I mean, then you know, yeah, it, that's what makes those top guys so good. They they just are so consistent. Yeah. 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 So my uh, dark horses are, um, who was it? I was just looking at. Well, Shelton obviously, and then Draper's unreal. He he was hurt. He schooled FAA at the Aussie, yeah. right? Tooled them. Yes. He was going backhand of his forehand and beating him in rallies. And then, and then Lahecki's unreal too. Lahecki or Lahecki? Yeah. I think, yeah. Is it Lahecki or? Guys are both at 43 and 44. But I, and I think Draper too, to your point, he beat FAA the last two majors. Mm-hmm. Like he beat him in the US. And that was pretty, um, it was a pretty convincing victory then too. I'm just He's like, only 21 lefty. I mean, this dude's legit. He's legit. He he's top ten material too. But you guys, oh, he, you guys he uh, that? Alcaraz was up six two two zero, and he tapped out. <laughs> wow, that, uh, Indian Wells. Yeah, that was it. Was it was a massacre? It was. It did not look <laughs> good at all. That's that's. I mean, wow. But yeah. You got some dark horses moving up in the rankings. Oh, I like JJ Wolf, by the way, too. JJ's I, been playing. I, like JJ. I think he is definitely staying in the top 10 or 50 for a long time. He's got a big game. I like, uh, he's got some moxie to him. I'm a fan of JJ. Yeah. Did you guys watch that Zverev and Rusevori? He He's good, too. Rusevori. Emil. He's he's. I watched a little bit of his game, and he's got a pretty solid game. He can come in well. He approaches the net. I mean, he just has to get a little like couple things together. I think he'll be fine. I mean, he took Zverev to three and lost five seven in the in the third. What was the deal with uh, was it Munar or whatever when he was bitching about uh, when he lost and he thought the guy hit the net. Was that Moonar or I forget who, who was it? It was um I think it was Lemonar. 
Munar or whatever from Spain. Whatever. Oh, yeah. Spain. Oh, I'm thinking yeah. of the match. I yeah, saw but, the match. And he was playing. Uh, I forget what it was. It was weird, but it was an amazing point. Then he said, "No, no, no." He touched the net with his foot, and it was after. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. It was not. You made. You Munar. Munar. Yeah. And I, I forget who he. It was somebody younger, but yeah. Was oh, it was Yibling, Yibling Wu, and that guy is unreal. Yeah. And he just lost at Miami. I, I don't know who he lost to, but that guy is actually a he. He's unreal talent too. Wu. Yibling Wu. Yeah, he is. He, he's got. He's got some flair to him. He doesn't have to serve, but man, he can move and he can just clock the ball on both sides. Mm-hmm. How do you feel about uh, what's his name, Sonigo or Sonego? I think he's yeah. I think that's who. Yeah, I think he's flashy, but not, he can't. He just gets on hot. He gets on runs, but yeah. He he reminds me of like a like a Fognini, like a taller Fognini. Yeah, he does. He's. Uh, uh, I haven't seen he much. Kind of pull a, he can kind of pull a shot, you know, out of his ass anywhere. But in terms of like consistency, in terms of any of that, yeah. I think he has a long way to go. But I think he might be one to watch. He could be a dark horse, especially in the clay court season. Actually, yeah. one that I'm pulling for quite a bit. Yeah, I hope that, uh, and he's he's kind of shown a little glimmer of it, sort of, the last 12 months. Kokonakis. I'd like for him to be. Because he, I mean, literally, it was what, I mean, seven, eight years ago, he was, he was touted as like one of the next guys, and he was, yeah. you know, heading into the top ten, and then he's just had horrible uh, luck with injuries. I think shoulder surgery was one. I think was it wrist or leg surgery? Yeah, surgery or something. Like that. Another. I mean, I just I, I like him a lot. I don't know if he's. I saw that he was playing in Miami. I don't know if he's still in it, but um, I think he won in a tight match. I don't know. I think he did. Yeah, I, I saw that. I was kind of. I. I. That's a guy I'd like to see get back into like the top, like top fifteen, top twenty. I mean, especially at Miami, you know, he can play well. He'd be better at Miami one year. Oh, I forgot. Yeah, that's right. That was my. Four or five years ago, so yeah, you know, that's, that's actually Cressy. Cressy, he's a dark horse. I mean, yeah. he's he's not. I mean, he's going to be in the top um, fifty. Twenty, think so. Uh, I, I mean, mean, he's already in the top. No, he's I, yeah, the top I definitely. You could get up to top twenty for sure. Thirty-seven. You, you know who I forgot was um, th- this guy was unreal too. He destroyed Wawrinka and Wawrinka's been he's you know he's been coming back pretty good run. He just can't move like he you know. But he'll be dangerous on clay is uh Arthur Fields from France. He's 18. Yes. He's unreal. Yes, I've seen him Six, once or twice. Yeah, you watch the eye test. If you watch him, Kyle, get get your uh, tennis TV passcode <laughs> and everything. Uh, yeah, he's he's six one, one eighty two, eighteen, and he's hundred nine in the world. Damn. Who is what's his name? Arthur Fields at Fields, F I L S. 
was it? To pronounce it, but he kind of he kind of was his coming out party at the Aussie this year. Was that kind of his? I swear it was either there. He had a maybe maybe it was the U.S. Open last he, year. He did, yeah, he just lost to uh, or yeah. He, but we'll see. Like he's, the eye test. He's one oh nine. Unreal. He's one oh nine right now. But I, I've seen him play once or twice. Yeah, I, just I want to see play. Um, Actually, he played. I think he played Murray uh, at the Aussie. I could be wrong, but well, never seen him playing somebody. Yannick Center with it was supposed to play him, and he withdrew. And then he beat Stan two and three, but then ooh. he lost to Bonzi, who's pretty good too. So, oh. Yeah, he's good. Really good. I mean. You know, if you watch this, some guys on TV, you don't have to even be an expert. You're like, holy crap, like that. He's got a huge <laughs> surf, can move well, rip his backhand, rip his forehand. Yeah, just got that hit factor. 18. Yeah. I mean, question is, is he going to be a showboat, though? Because that's what those French people, that's what the French are known for, though. Because it, he didn't seem like it, but yeah, yeah. I mean, you've got Monfi, you've got uh, Gasquet. All those guys are all showboats, twenty four seven. Flashy, yeah, yeah. So it's entertaining. I'd like to, I mean, it, I get it. What? So did you guys see what Big uh, Big Foe suggested? Did you see his his? Uh, I did. What do you guys like? Do you do you think that's a yay, nay? What do you say? He said he wants to have fans come and go during games and then yell during points or serve. He goes kind of like how how people do it at like a basketball or a football game. He goes, I, he's like that. We'll get more younger crowds to go out to the and watch matches. I think for like, think about it like, you know, tennis purists like us. I, I personally saw that. I was like, I wouldn't like that. But would it appeal to the casual sports fan? I would feel yes, it would. I, I think it it would it would make it like for them to short matches and do that i think would make tennis more more appealing to the general sports fan but i, mean, I, I don't, don't want to but there's a fine line though i mean because because you kind of a lot of times those u.s open night matches they're already doing that shit oh. like it's like a concert at those matches there's, so they're three sheets to the wind anyways yeah so um i don't know it's one of those where you gotta i think to me it's a little bit of a slippery slope I can I can see I can see where you maybe explore it to try to broaden the audience, um, but I don't know. I'm personally I, I I wouldn't want it. I think it would, like you said, Pat. You know, attract the more general sports fan. You know, you think of I followed baseball. They just introduced the pitch clock for baseball to shorten these games four and a half hours, five hours long, and now the average is two and a half hours. Um, so it attracts, you know, not the baseball purists, but, you know, general sports fans in general. Um, I would personally think it would be cool to see, uh, you know, shouting during matches, points. I think the one thing to think about would be how to handle, how, you know, television. How would it come through when you're watching on TV and all you hear is just yelling fans where... I think that would be one hurdle to get over. But if you kind of work the kinks out there, it could be. 
Mr. Gill, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I think because other sports, you got the whole crowd cheering all the time. Tennis, you don't have that. So you got a couple of hecklers that can just get crazy and, you know, where they're coming through and they can, yeah, I think it'd be out of control. Could you imagine well, the- a heckler? Could you imagine a heckler like doing that on Nick Kyrgios's match? Could you imagine that? That'd be a, a nightmare. Well, he went off on the the one lady with the was the Wimbledon final last year that he accused was like she was like oh yeah behind. I mean, so I, I think the players themselves would not like it at all. Um, yeah, that yeah. that would be. That'd be some pretty that'd be some pretty strong growing pains, I think, for a while for the players to get used to an environment like that. Rublin would love it. Yeah, I think I think foe. Yeah, I think the sponsor, that's, that's what gets him pumped up. Yeah, yeah. I, I, and I like that with foe because he gets the crowd going and he likes to interact. That's why he he does it. Yeah, wants it. It would be interesting to see how guys react to it. I mean, I think a Nevada. U.S. Open a few years ago, and he just flipped off the crowd. You know when they were, <laughs> right. so I mean, it'd be interesting to see how some guys would. Obviously, some guys probably like Big Foe and um, Foggy or whoever else would probably embrace it, but other guys would implode. I feel like too, it would it could totally oh, change yeah. the dynamics of a match. Yeah, I wouldn't want that to be like take over what happens. You know, mm-hmm. I mean, he did say. I feel like say, in it. Like- it, well, in an NBA or a bigger, you know, it, the hecklers can't take over that much. I mean, you, you just, yeah, you don't hear them. I mean, he did say, like, keep the game of, like, Wimbledon, like, keep that more of, like, the gentleman sport. Wouldn't say much, you know, just kind of stay that, like, that would stay the same. But he's saying it, like, maybe the other tournaments or smaller ones, maybe kind of bring that in. Maybe, yeah. I think it's what he's trying to introduce that. So maybe, like, a, a 500 or 750 you know, because not many people go to those those matches, anyways. I like the the coaching. That's good. Yeah, yeah. Should that should that be introduced at majors, or should that just be introduced? They have it at majors. Like, I don't think they do. Do they? They For do. Men? Yeah, Aussie. They had it. Yeah. Oh, did they? Yeah. Yeah. It can be brief, where you know you can't stop, and but. Yeah. Fine. Yeah. Guys. Okay. Toro Daniel beats Zverev 0 and 4. At the six zero six four at Miami. Ooh, really? Ooh, six zero. I'm gonna have to. I'm have to reevaluate my top ten. <laughs> I mean, Zverev is just—he's just un. He can't play consistently, and I mean, that's just who. That's, I, I don't that's mind him It's just gonna be a minute, I think. To yeah, it's gonna yeah. take him a while to get. He just needs—he's—he's he's not match tough, I don't think, yet. He'll. He'll get back. He, 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 it He'll could be a fast thing too, with his ankle. Still, he's. I, I think he's gonna. In, I think he's gonna win a tournament in the clay court season. I'd like to see it. I mean, what he he's won what a couple of rounds, right? Mm-hmm. He's got a pretty good little clay court resume. Guy, I mean, when he's when he's confident, he's he's no joke on the dirt. I think it was what twenty one. He made it to what quarters. That was the year that it was like cold as hell. No, was yeah. it twenty one yeah. or twenty? To for the French, Zaver, yeah, it yeah, was like he's super made semis, I think too. Okay, he's made the semis, yeah. I want to say that was twenty twenty because that's when they had 
Yeah. It was in August, I think. It was in August or <laughs> no, it was like September or October. It was like hold as shit. And I think he made it to like a I think I think a quarters of of the French. And he played well. He was moving really well. He just had I think he played against team. And it just so happens that team just happened to outmaneuver him, which that's Clay Quarters team's special point. And that's who I'd like to see get in, up in the, to the top 50. But, you know, injury-wise, he's just been injury-prone 24-7 lately. He's, it's tough. Well, we got to talk about team, Kyle. I mean, he's your boy. Like, who's – like, in the is – it, is it Chapo? Is it team? Like, how do What's you – What's going on with team? I mean – I think it's just injuries. He can't come back. I mean, he had a wrist problem, I believe. But So what is that hindering? I think that's – I mean, that, that was his whole game. He was so wristy with everything. Especially his take back on his forehand. Yeah. So, like, really, like, obviously leads with the pelvis going back like that. And I think how he kind of came through, that was on his forehand. Somebody, yeah. Yeah. And somebody yeah. had mentioned, uh, maybe it was uh, that he had been, he shortened it up. He changed it. He wasn't mm-hmm. like going as far back, you know. Yeah. And that, that he's, that's not, you know, working, obviously. I don't, yeah. know, I don't know. I mean, if the the wrist is the injury, then what is it? I mean, he just can't get whippy with his wrist, or is he afraid yeah. to? I think I think it's a little bit of both. Because I mean, his backhand's flat. He doesn't have to worry about that. His backhand he comes through. He's not very wristy with it. It's his forehand. I think he doesn't have confidence in it. I think that's the issue. I think that's the big thing because to me, at least unless he's keeping it close to the vest, there hasn't been. I haven't seen anything where he's there's been some lingering effects of the injury. Like, I haven't either. Concerned, like he's fully recovered, so it's and it's 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 just a confidence thing. I just don't he's, think he yeah. Yeah. he doesn't have his mojo back, you know. And it's just like to your point, Kevin. I think you made earlier. It's like when you've been to the pinnacle of the sport, and then he's had quite a fall from grace. You know, it's just been hard. To, I think for him just to kind of get get his confidence back. Well, and the thing is, he, he if you look at his forehand, he's changed it. So when you make changes like that, and then you get wow. injured, I don't know. But man, I, mean, I, I don't know. I mean, I saw him practice against Rude, uh, Indian Wells. They were playing like some, some practice matches. I mean, you could tell he was still like able to move the ball a little bit, but it wasn't as much as what he was able to before. You know, I feel like his forehand, he was able to dictate and really pull you off the court. Oh, and you yeah. can just tell he struggled even in the practice matches of just like playing around with 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 uh, Rude. He was struggling. His backhand is still there. Yeah, yeah it, that's surprising. I don't. Yeah, you hope he could. I mean, the guy's what's 27, 28, maybe 29. He's 29. So, I mean, in theory, he's got a lot of tennis left. But yeah, it's just it's surprising, though. He's, he's outside the top 100, too. Oh, rear high number three. He was he's like one. I think he's 105, I, th- I believe. Right now, yeah, like yeah, yeah, yeah. One hundred five, one hundred six. So he's yep. he's dropped out a lot. Uh, he's had some just head scratching results. Well, he just lost, I think, at the in, at Miami to some Joe Blow. <laughs> right, just just head. I mean, literally just can't. Yeah, well, he lost to Garon or whatever, Christian Garin Garon. Okay. Uh, Kyle, you two seven six. Like Kevin, if we were talking about Chapo, he'd be so diplomatic about the loss. He'd be like, "Oh, well, Chapo, he's still a 
pretty when he played. <laughs> it used to be like that with team, and now Kyle's just, dude, where's the loyalty? Uh, uh, it's there. It's there. He lost to Rio really tight to you know, seven six. He played pretty well in the, in the third set, but I mean, yeah, I just I don't know. He should pull an Andre and go back to the calendar tour. <laughs> right? <laughs> Honestly, you guys do. Um, I mean, that's good. You, you need to do that. Who is doing that? Uh, Benoit Pair. That's yep. right. Oh, man. Yeah. He won a challenger. So it's not uncommon, but. I didn't know he's still playing. Oh, he's he still yeah. back. It's all over the world. <laughs> yeah, he's, he's, got, he's unreal, too, talent wise, but uh, he's not, you know. Yeah, the guy made rackets in a match as he does, like, you know. <laughs> I don't know if he's playing these days, but. He, he runs around his forehand to hit a backhand. Yeah. 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 Amazing. Anywhere. What about uh, another American you haven't talked about, Nakashima? Ooh, Brandon? Very solid. He's, yeah. he's top 25. I mean. I we, got, we got some Americans that are just going to stay there. He he surprisingly, he lost to Fakina, or Fakina, the tight two-setter at Miami. Did he? Uh, but he's, yeah, he, he is a guy that's that's showing some, he's pretty young, isn't he, too? Yeah, yeah. he's he's young. Yeah. So. I forget who he was playing when I first saw him. It was at that but, Yeah, Fakini, though, is, like I said, he's playing top. 20 tennis. I'm top. I, mean, I would say Bush. I could see him realistically, maybe not this year, but maybe in the top 10. Yeah, I do too. The way he plays, I really yeah. could see him. <laughs> His next matchup is against Tommy Paul at Miami. There's some tasty matchups in Miami. I mean, it's, Are there? Yeah. 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 Tommy Paul, Fokina. Uh, Fritz, Shapo. Fritz and Shapo, Kyle. Let's go. <laughs> Better believe it. There you go. Uh, Rusevori, and then somehow the uh, T. Daniel Wait, somehow has made it past. Rusevori. He's that tall. Uh, he's smooth. He, Finland? He's Finland, yeah. He, he doesn't. He moves pretty well for a big guy, but yeah, he can hit yes. on both sides. Big, you know. Yeah. Good game. I mean, he's going to be right there. He's another guy. It's just super solid. Man, took out RBA. That's no joke. Who? Oh yeah. Yeah, he's right. right. Yeah, he's 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 done that twice now. He did it at here, and he did it at India at Indian Wells. Both. Now he's got Toro Daniel. Wow. Yeah. Wild cards. Center's going to keep going. I mean, he's going to be. Yeah. He's going to the. I mean, I mean he plays the semis there. That, that like should be easy. Kasmanovic has he got to the finals last year, I think, right? So he's yeah. got to defend all his points. Yes, he did. Yeah. yeah, and he. I mean, he can play. He can play pretty well, but he's yeah. He plays Rublev next. Yeah, I feel like you got kind of takes one of these big titles coming up, whether it's who Penner. I feel yeah, like no, I, yeah, I think he's he's well. I mean, I think he's going to play Alcaraz here in the semis. I think I, he's bound to win something. Top half. He's bound to win something because he's making it tournaments. 
And I feel like if he is a Monte Carlo or Miami, uh, I really think it could kind of develop major, whatever that major is. He could maybe take a slam this year, possibly. That's kind of a job for him right now. But I feel like if he hits one of these top level kind of 500, 1000 series, it could really do a lot for him. He's got the right guy in his corner for it. Killer Cahill. Yeah, he's made a difference. He knows center. I mean, Cahill knows how to, you know, get and coach major champions. He's got quite a resume. Yeah, that was a good match. Yeah. Yeah, no, center's going to be right there. He's good on clay, too. So, I mean, he is. I mean, he he could win win the French. Is Sinner the one that could have been a skier as well? Yeah. Yeah. That's right. I remember. Interesting. Yeah. Which is good. Um, I love uh, Alex Deminar, Demon. He's, he's been yeah. He reminds me of like Speedy Ballas from the Looney Tunes. He's, so he, he's Hewitt. He's a better Hewitt, version yeah. of Hewitt. Yeah. Honestly. What about Poprin? Doesn't do much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but no, I mean he's yeah. I, I mean, I, I don't know. I haven't seen him play enough. But I mean, he did well at at, at Aussie. He did. But I, don't think, but I don't think he's done shit since. I think Laheka Lahecki. He's he's gonna be. He, he plays Musetti. Miami. What? Catch and Pokanakis play tomorrow. Uh, play tomorrow, I think. Yeah. Is Al- uh, was he the lucky loser? Is that what that means? The is LL? He, is it? Yeah, LL? he was. Yeah, yeah, yep. Wow, he's making the most of his money. Yeah. All right. I can see Kokonakis beating her catch. I I mean I yeah. like his game. I've always enjoyed him as as a player. Sucks that his you know his best friends. Somehow, you know, a wild heathen of Nick Kyrgios, but that's yeah. crazy. Uh, ben Shelton got a buy. Yeah, but he plays Adrian Manorino. That should be a no-brainer. One of my favorite players on tour, Manorino. Manorino? Unreal. I would not want to play. If I'm, I would not want to play Manorino in Miami in the heat of the day. That sounds miserable. That guy yeah, is. Yeah. Idiot. The only problem with Manorino is, um, for 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 Manorino is he likes fast courts, so that that's tough. Yeah, that that could go either way. I I, I could see Manorino eking that out in three. Really? Well, yeah. Shelton played. Well, Shelton played for Florida though, so I think he's kind of used to that that Florida I, weather. So I need. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna disagree with you on that. <laughs> <laughs> this is where the podcast gets interesting right here. <laughs> but but watch Manorino. Remember this up. moment, Kevin. Manorino. Yeah. Watch watch Manorino <laughs> dismantle Blake Shelton. I don't bet on Manorino often, but <laughs> you, can, you can text me when he dismantles him. No, I think Shelton uh well it, it's a slow court, right? So Shelton can't serve but he'll serve through that. It's not that slow. I think Shelton is gonna annihilate him. 
I, I hope so. I, I definitely think he's he's the better player. But but because the, what I'm saying is is uh, Manorino takes he takes shortcuts, takes the ball early, and so mm-hmm. like he, he just gets the ball back and play though. Slow he just gets the ball back and play. Yeah, but like on grass or fast court, yeah. like Cincinnati, like he's good. But yeah. Miami is really slow too, right? It's not as slow as Indian Wells, but yeah, it's definitely not one of it's not one of the fastest hard courts. Yeah, year. yeah. I wonder if they do that before the clay court season. I'll just make everything slow. I don't know. Actually, you wonder if there's a correlation there because that would make sense. Yeah, like kind of progress a little bit. Is the... the last big tournament before everyone switches to clay, right? Right. Mm-hmm. Last part well, there. well, you got the Houston Clay Court Championship. That's right. Oh. <laughs> Jack Sox yeah. stomping ground. What that's the only tournament the Americans win. On Got play. that prestigious uh, play. Is neurotic. Yeah. I will say that tournament used to have all the top names at it. I mean, Sampras used to play there. Right. Agatha used to play there. Oh, did they? But it's definitely turned into Jack Sox. It's green play. play. Come on. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Rafa probably doesn't even like doesn't even know that event exists. Yeah. yeah, Rob was like, "What? I thought that was hard." <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Pat, now I'm gonna be watching that match. Okay, I'm really <laughs> you're gonna be watching that Shelton <laughs> man arena. It's a bull. It is. It is a bull uh, prediction. <laughs> <laughs> to How me, money do you want to put on it? I, um, we are can... you losing confidence with your bet? Yeah, I'll put some monopoly on it, maybe. But some what? Yeah. I'll put some monopoly money on it, but. It, honestly, to me, it's got to be any chance for me. It's got to be the heat of the day, like for Manorito to. Granted, right, top- and, and so and it's human. That's why it's slow too. I guess it's super yeah. human. So, and Shelton from Gainesville. So, that's true. He's used to it. So, Pat, I'm gonna put, be, uh, I, we can Man, yeah, get Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> that's gonna happen. Shelton's gonna dismantle it. I mean, he beat a wild card in three sets, guys, in the first round. I mean, it's <laughs> guys. Oh. I look at Ben Shelton's photograph on this on this Miami Open. Why does it look like he's twelve? Oh yeah, he's yeah. He needs to. He, he looks needs, like he's a. Yeah. He needs to update his photo or something. I mean, it looks like he's getting ready to go enter a junior a junior tournament over here in Indianapolis. <laughs> you guys know that's Rick Witzkin's nephew. Oh, is it really? Someone just told me that. You didn't know that? I can't remember who I was talking no. to. So I just found that out, actually. So but. Rick, so he was actually, like, doing some clinics with Rick and PA, like, two summers ago in Indy, in Zionsville. Wow. Just helping out. Yeah. <laughs> what a small world. Something, uh, yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> but, uh, no, it, so Rick, I, I didn't recognize him. He was in the stands cheering him on. He had the... Ripskin shirt on. Yeah. Uh, you didn't see that, Kyle? It didn't no. look like Rick though, but yeah, it's just you know, it, it was. Yeah. I don't think I don't. I don't even know. I don't know what Rick looks like. Okay, but yeah, that was pretty amazing. Rick looks like he fell asleep in a tanning booth for about two hours. Dude, <laughs> Pat, Pat, have you seen Rick Whitson? I think I have. Um, he I looks don't, like. I don't know. Personal. But he put on some LBs. He knows that, like, because I didn't recognize him on. on <laughs> yeah. 
he did you know but yeah he's doing his uh he, he's doing his pickleball thing you know and promoting that but yeah the, he's, he had the ripskin shirt on he's going crazy you know yeah. i can tell him he was trying to get it he wanted to get in there and start coaching he was right next to his you know shelton's coach kyle and kevin i know you won't get this reference but pat he looks like mr stinks oh does yeah, he he's definitely looking tanner than usually he looks exactly like Mr. Singh. That's who we nice. were. Nice. You got to get yeah, that. I mean, that's, so that's, uh, that's, right. that's good there, man. You got Brian, his dad, Brian Shelton, and, you know, a Witzkin. Yeah. His sister, Mary. So, that, I mean, that's, yeah. It's not yeah. a tennis player. athlete. Yeah. And I was, I thought with uh, Shelton, I was like, okay, he's got a big sir. He's got forehand. He's got the intangibles can move, you know, move pretty well. And then his backhand's, you know, it's not bad, but his backhand's better than I thought. So, yeah, I mean, he's, he's legit. Yeah. The lefty. That Left really yeah. throws a wrench into it. But I, I'm excited to see how he does. Talking about men's tennis and, and USA here. What about Lucas Greif? You think he'll play, play on the tour? No, somebody, uh, he's kind of getting out Checked of it, out. I think. Yeah. Really? Yeah. I mean, I can, I, can get the, I can get the DL because my my boss's wife, that's her cousin. Yeah, check on that. Yeah, I don't, I, <laughs> I, I, I was surprised. I was like, what happened with him? But, you know, he still played he's, really well in college. He's still, but, yeah, he's still, he's still at Florida. I just yeah. wasn't quite sure. I know it's been a hot minute since he, when he went there, it felt like. Six years ago, but he's a senior you know, now. Yeah, you go to college and you don't. I mean, you don't get into the top ten in rankings or something like that. Then okay, then time to move on, basically. <laughs> no. I mean, in a way, I mean, you know, you could go out there and play, obviously, and like, you know, I, I didn't get ranked. You know, it's tough. To, it's super competitive, obviously, and you get you know people from all the world playing college tennis. But like, I mean, unless you want to go out there and just you know. But I mean, if you're top ten, okay, let's let's go out there. And that that's a legitimate um, uh, starting point in co- college tennis right now, right? I mean, yeah. top top four college tennis players are doing pretty well. Then you get out on tour, and then it, if you don't make a splash or do some, you know, then you got to reevaluate too. I mean, yeah, it's pretty tough to yeah, take like a long t- long road, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I mean, it took McKenzie. I mean, what it took Mackenzie McDonald what four years to finally adjust? But McDonald won. He, he was number one in college. Well, that's what I'm saying though. It's like it's taken him that long to go from that right. to adjust yeah. to the to the ATP, and he was number one he in college. Still one in college, right? Yeah. So it's it just shows you how how hard the tour actually is in college. It's just they don't prepare you for that, and that's the issue. He, but he, you know, he won a lot of challengers though, right off the bat. Oh, did or, he? No, he? He did well in the challengers, you know. Okay. Yeah, but I mean, like, yeah, Shelton, what, he won three challenges in a row? <laughs> right? That I, I am not quite sure. Yeah, yeah, he won three in a row. I mean, he's one of the few guys that won three, in a, he, and he just kind of went on a tear, and I mean, yeah, I mean. Did they, did they make any money on the challenger circuit? They do, but it's. Nickels and dimes. It's more points. It's all about the points. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Did you I have think, to get so many points to get to get a like to get an ATP card? Is that what it is? To at least get a wild card into like a. a no, team. you just get you just get 
you get if you win a challenge, you get like ninety points, eighty points, a hundred points. That's a, that's a lot. Yeah, I think you get like uh, maybe like five grand for winning a challenge or something like that. Yeah. I mean, basically, it's to get in the top. To, to, if you qualify for the Grand Slams now, you're that's makes your year. Yeah, yeah. Some of those guys, yeah. That's what it's all about. What if the Australian Open first round? How much do you make? I think, six, uh, I think it's I think it's like seventy or eighty grand. I think it's not more. I know it's it a, quite a bit. I think it used to be like fifty, but yeah. Know. But it used to be like around like thirty-five if you lost like the first round of the U.S. Right. So I mean, if you so qualify, stay in the top hundred. If you have a good result, I mean, Sheldon's going to qualify for everything. I mean, that's oh. four hundred thousand just off the Grand Slams. Yeah. Andy just, Andy just got a fat paycheck from on fighting. Yeah. Holy yeah. <laughs> yeah, I thought it was 100000 or something, but maybe. Yeah. I mean, no. Not a bad payday. Not a yeah. bad payday to do a week's, to do a week's of what? Maybe a week of the qualifiers, is it? Actually, they say on here the Aussie Open, if you qualified 120? 106,000. Yeah. Jesus. Six figures just getting in the tournament. Yeah, so I mean oh. you do that, I mean, you take wow. the taxes out, what, you're making 80-something or uh, who knows. Yeah. I know there's, infl I mean, inflation has a little bit to do with this, but still, like, that's I, I didn't think it was that high. That gives you a little bit of cushion for the year. Yeah. yeah. To, to, you know. Oh, yeah. I just looked up uh, Wimbledon as of two years ago. A first round loser would get 48,000 euro, which it's been a yeah. long day, so I can't do the exchange there. But I think year over year, it's obviously getting exponentially bigger. So. You said 48,000? 48,000 euro. Yeah. They all have that to is, be around. It's only, only 48,000 euro is only $51,000. That is that because of COVID? Well, the thing is, they had that COVID insurance. Yeah. So I don't. I thought that helped them though. I didn't think oh, that, that could be. I didn't think that that hurt the. I think it like covered their ass, from what I remember. From it, like they randomly had like pandemic insurance, <laughs> for some <laughs> reason. So. But. Yeah, yeah the U.S. Open is was uh, eighty thousand for twenty twenty two. Wow! So that that's, that's, that's pretty good. That you know that. So I mean, yeah, it's all about getting to the top hundred. About to yeah. dust my brakes off and go qualify for the for the U.S. Open. Lose the first round. <laughs> you just need to win like um, fifteen matches in a row. You qualify, right? You can probably <laughs> get into like some pre quality tournament and. <laughs> No, literally, if if you if that you know if you if you want, let's say you play the the qualities, or we get a wild card into the qualities. You win the qualities, you win the tournament. Then they'll give you a wild card in the qualities. <laughs> <laughs> you just need twenty matches, Kyle, in a row. You can do that. You want to do a step out and do some coaching here, Kevin? Yeah. <laughs> That's a dream team right there. Right. Did the Pacers win? No. 
Uh, I was watching that, but in the background. I don't know. I are, they, are they good this year? I haven't followed the they're, I mean, they're, medi- they're mediocre. Yeah, they no, they lost 120 to 95. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, yeah was, anyway, yeah. What's, uh, what's after uh, – what's the first uh, clay court tournament? I think it's Monte Carlo. Is it? Okay. Uh, yeah. yeah. What do you, so what do you guys – oh, Kyle, have you hit all your points? Yeah, I mean, I, we've hit quite a bit. I mean, the biggest one is really, I think, I mean, I, we've, we haven't hit it yet, but nope. Rafa is now outside the top 10 at 917 weeks inside the top 10. First time since 2000. First time since 2000. Yeah, since he pretty since much. Yeah. It was two, yeah. He was 20, I think 17 years, I think, on the, on the tour. He was in the top, I think, top, I think top 10. He was in for 17 years. Wow. Just the wear and tear on his body. I mean, because oh. the way he played. But I mean, for him to win the Australian Open and then win, I mean, that's unreal. You can, but just Djokovic, you can just see like that. I mean, what twenty five is a bet for him? Yeah, he'll he'll have the most out of everybody. He won't. He's. It, it just looks like if you look at him as a player wise, he just it doesn't look like anything affects him. Like he has no. No injuries. He stays healthy. You know, you've got Rafa that's had multiple, you know, knee problems, other, other, you know, abdominal issues. You see Novak with jack shit. And that's where, like, even, um, even like, Alcarez does play a little physical like Nadal. Like, he, yep. he, he'll run around his back in a ton. Yeah. Hit his forehand. And Novak doesn't really do that too often. No, have to. It's too Have to. So his game is really balanced, where he just he's not killing himself, and um, and he's still playing. I mean, he's still playing defense, right? But he doesn't. Yeah, you can just. It's just, man, he's just so solid. Yeah, I'd agree. I, I'd say yeah, Djokovic probably ends up with twenty-five or so majors. Be, you know? Yeah, because he's not going to lose. You're going to have to beat him. And then yeah. I'll shake your hands. But there's if all this term is like how many guys are going to be able to take it to that, you know, crazy level to beat him? Yeah. Well, he has he's to get a vaccine into the USA, though. That's the issue. I no, think he's, he's good for the U.S. Open, though. Oh, is he? Is it's, it's lifted in June? Which I don't, which I don't understand why he they didn't lift it for these two tournaments. That's right. Big. That's what I was going to say. That uh, ask you about that because I'm you know I'm I'm moderate with it and you know I don't I get the rules and everything. But man, it, as a tennis fan, it would have been nice for him to be able to play. But I, I mean, I understand why they can't let him. Yeah, I mean, definitely. Or I mean, for the for the for the draws for sure because it's yeah. I mean, he's he's missed out on quite a few big events, but it seems like it's it, you know the worst of it's over for him. As far as you know, not getting vaxxed. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's politically you can't let him come in and do it. But it, yeah, it sucked. I, yeah, that would have been really fun for him to play the uh, Indian Wells. Question is, do you think he can beat Novak though? That's the issue. Is two. can Carlos Alcaraz beat Novak? Yes, yeah. but he's going to have to take risks. Can but can he beat him? Uh, if they play ten matches, I, I would bet on Novak winning more right now. Yeah, I I'd mean, how that beat him? I mean, he, you know, he he always had what was it, Madrid? Yeah, beat him? 
Yeah, and and he played. I mean, he was just going for. I mean, but that's his game, aggressive. So, yeah. yeah I mean, we'll see how it plays out. Yeah, I mean, so you got the favorites for the Australian. I mean, for the French. Ooh. I think we talked about it a little bit, but I think before we did. I yeah. Mean, Nadal, if he's, we'll see what happens. Then I mean, I feel like now it's... Off, if he's, you can't write him off if he's in the draw. I mean, you just you can't. Yeah. Djokovic, Alcaraz, right? And Medvedev can't play on clay. Yeah, no, but his clay game is trash. I, those three are the ones. <laughs> those three are the ones to be. And then you got like, I mean, Sitsipas. Sitsipas maybe, is very solid. Yeah. yeah he, he might be able to make some noise, rude. Yeah. Maybe. But. Yeah, I yeah, I, I think Rune, Rune too, I think can play. Yeah, and Rune as well. He made the quarters last, so. But yeah, my favorite. I'm just, I, I'm gonna go with the, the Matador. I'm gonna go with the doll. I think he's gonna be ready to go. Get number fifteen. Can't I go wrong with that. I think he'll kind of get a little, little iffy and scared just because he's had injuries. You know, I, I'm I'm leaning more for towards Carlos, but yes, the problem is I think he has to be healthy and play well. Um, and I think he can do it though, because his game I, is just it's he's just so athletic, and I've never seen anybody that's played as dominant as he has on clay that than Rafa. But I think he's better and he's younger, so he has he has a way to stay stay healthy and play for longer than some of those other guys. That's where he beat Zverev, right? And Zverev's like, wow, this guy's unreal. Like, yeah, he can play like that. Uh, he beat him on clay before he played Djokovic, I think, and just mm. destroyed him. Yeah. But, but Zverev, man, is, if he can get it, that will be interesting. If he Because he was playing unreal against Novak. That was a shame. I mean, he really should have won the first set. This was last year? Yeah. And he yeah. got injured. Yeah. So, yeah. I mean, it's, I feel like it's anybody's at this point. I mean, you can see, I don't think FAA will get there to or win it. I think he's a little bit out, but I think he'll make a semi. I think of it. He's got a good clay court game. Yeah. It's heavy on both sides. Yeah. We'll see. Yeah. You've been quiet down there, Marty. What you got? I would say Rafa is probably my. I mean, you just can't bet against him. That's probably my only argument. Um, Djokovic. And Alcaraz are my top three. Um, out of those three, I would like to see Rafa win another one, but realistically, it's going to be Djokovic. So, prime battle. Final. Say that again. I said it'd be a good final. It really would be. Yeah. It really would be. Question is, do you think they'll put them on opposite sides, or do you think they'll put them on the same? Depends on they the rank. seed off the rankings, right? Yeah. Yeah, but so that'll be interesting to see because technically Rafa's outside the top ten. Oh right, yes, yeah. So now it's like, who is he gonna? Is are they gonna put him inside the top ten for French? Because that's what they did for Wimbledon a couple of times, I think. With what was it? Yeah, but was they don't have the French. No. No. They go off rankings? They go off rankings. Yeah. I don't know. We've got, we, we've got a lot to play, and 
a lot to see. So I think it'll be interesting for the rest of the season, really. Should be a good clay court season, though. Absolutely. I think yeah. the uh, the moral behind all this is, Pat, when you get a chance to share your uh, tennis TV credentials, and we'll yeah, <laughs> yeah please send us send us the logins. We appreciate it. I'll Venmo okay. you whatever you need. It, it's <laughs> not a bad. It's what is it, Pat? It's like 120 for the year. Yeah, 120 for the year. Yeah, really not. You think bad. I got a? You think I got 120 bucks? Can I have you two pay kids, 30 bucks? Six animals. 30 bucks. Kyle, you just got to stop going to brunch. You know, I see you constantly on Instagram. You got, you know, oh, is that it? Avocado the weekly, on here. The I weekly mean, trips to Panachu. We got to cut those out. Yeah, like, you got to cut those out. You got to go to like. I couldn't tell you the last time I went to Panachu. Like, like, <laughs> you and I run into each other at Northside Kitchenette. You know, dude, it's expensive. You got oh. to cut that brunch out a little bit. But you know, that breakfast burrito is totally. Dude, we we hit a fucking we hit up Lincoln Square Pancake House. That's our that's our breakfast. Yeah, that's a deep, that's a good deal. <laughs> <laughs> if I'm gonna divulge and go well, I do it without the kids. <laughs> Kevin, you know you know how it goes. How are the kids do? How old are they now? Uh, Henny is three and a half, and Berkeley is eleven months. Yeah. Okay. So. He's slowly start. He's Berkeley slowly started eating more food. Hendrix doesn't really eat shit, so he just <laughs> snacks around like a toddler does. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 